welcome to Word Alive Broadcast with Ricky and Sherry Blevins. We believe that as you listen to today's message, God's Word will come alive in your heart to help you obtain victory in every area of your life. Welcome back to World Live Broadcast. Let's go to James chapter 1, verse 22. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. We have to remember that God's word works. When we obey his word and we're doers of the word, it will work for us in every area. God will not withhold anything from us. He always hears us when we pray. And we, if we're a doer of the word, we will see results. Let's look at our ultimate example, which is the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's go to John chapter 11, verse 1. Now, Jesus was a doer of the word. He didn't just sit back and hear, but he was a doer. Amen? The ultimate doer, and he is our ultimate example. John 11, verse 1. Now, a certain man was sick, Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary, and her sister Martha. It was Mary who anointed the Lord with fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore the sisters sent to him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, The sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two more days in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to the disciples, let us go to Judea again. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, lately the Jews sought to stone you and you're going there again. Jesus knew that he had to go and do what the Father God told him to do. He had to obey the Father. And Jesus was only concerned with what the Father wanted. Amen. It didn't matter what anybody else said. Now let's go to uh, verses 14 through 16. Yeah, Chapter 11 of John, verses 14 through 16. Then Jesus said to them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and I'm glad for your sakes that I was not there, that you may believe. Nevertheless, let us go to him. Then Thomas, who is called the twin, said to his fellow disciples, Let us go also, that we may die with him. Now, he was um, in fear there and saying, well, we'll just go with him and die with him too. But Jesus, in verse 17, so when Jesus came, he found that he had already been dead in the tomb for four days. Now, Bethany was near Jerusalem, about two miles away, and many of the Jews had joined the women around Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary was sitting in the house. Now Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you'd been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. 
and whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? Jesus knew that he was the resurrection and the life. He knew who he was. He knew what God called him to do. He knew what the Father God had already put in his heart. He knew that the Father God had already told him what to do. He knew that when he prayed and he asked the Father God for anything, that the Father God heard him and that the Father God would do whatever he asked him to do. But Jesus had to be a doer of the word. He had to do what the Father God told him for it to come to pass. Amen. Now, verse 27. She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is coming into the world. Who has come into the world. I'm sorry. Who has come into the world. Verse 28. And when she had said these things, she went her way and secretly called Mary, her sister, saying, The teacher has come and is calling for you. As soon as she heard that, she arose quickly and came to him. Now Jesus had not yet come into the town, but was in the place where Martha met him. Then the Jews who were with her in the house and comforting her, when they saw that Mary rose up quickly and went out, followed her, saying, She's going to the tomb to weep there. Then when Mary came where Jesus was and said to him, she fell down at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you'd been here, my brother would not have died. Therefore, when Jesus saw her weeping, and that the Jews who came with her weeping, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. And he said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. Then the Jews said, See how he loved him. And some of them said, Could not this man who opened the eyes of the blind also have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, again groaning in himself, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him who was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time there's a stench for his being dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not say to you that if you would believe you would see the glory of God? Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me, and I know that you always hear me, but because of the people who are standing by, I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. Now this is very important. Now Jesus said, Father, I know that you've heard me. He said, I know that every prayer that I ask you to do for me. He says, I know you've heard me. He says, I know I'm completely in fellowship with you. I have complete fellowship with you. I know that everything I ask of you, that you, that you're there to perform what I've asked you to do. He says, I'm not asking you twice. I know you heard me, but I'm only doing this so that these other people that are standing by may believe that you sent me. Now, see, that was very important because Jesus knew that whatever he asked the Father God for, he could ask him one time. He knew it was going to happen. He didn't have to question it. He knew that the Father God was going to perform what he asked. He didn't have to wonder about it. But see, he already knew that Lazarus was going to die. And this was a few days earlier. It was four days. I'd say around six days. He'd been dead four days. And he waited two days. So it could be four to six days. But see... He didn't give up on what he asked the Father for. He, he did what the Father told him to do, and he acted upon what God told him to do. Now let's go to verse uh, 43. 
Now when he had said these things, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he who had died came out bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, Loose him and let him go. He said, Take those grave clothes off of him. Because he's resurrected from the dead, he just said, Lazarus, come forth. When he did, his life came back into his body. His spirit came back into that body. And what he did, what he said, it came to pass because he obeyed what God's word told him to do. He obeyed what the Father God told him to do. He knew that the Father God heard his prayer when he prayed, and he knew that he was going to come back to life before he ever got there, and he, he obeyed God's word. He was a doer of the word, and he saw the results of the obedience to God's word. And we must be doers of the word and see the results of our obedience to the word of God and to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. If we will obey the word of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we will see the works that Jesus did come to pass in our life. John chapter 9 verse 41 says, Jesus said, I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. The night is coming when no one can work. But we must work the works of him who sent us while it is day. The night is coming when no one can work. We must obey what the Word of God tells us, and we must be doers of the Word and not hearers only. Not just sitting back waiting for something to happen, but go out and do what God tells us to do and watch the work of God be accomplished in our life. Watch Jesus perform the Word. Watch Jesus do what He will do for us. Let the Holy Ghost do what he wants to do through us in this life and watch the word of God be performed in our lives if we'll be doers of it, just like it was in the day that Jesus was upon this planet and he did the works of God because he obeyed God's voice and he obeyed the word of God and he did what God's word said and he did what the Father told him. He obeyed the inward witness of the voice of the Holy Ghost and the Holy Ghost anointed him when he rose up and he went out and did what God told him to do. The anointing was there to perform what God told him to do. The word was being performed before the people's very eyes. They could see the word of God being performed and he said it's for the glory of God the Father. We must do the works of Jesus while it is day because the night is coming, because Jesus is coming back soon. We must do the works of Jesus while it is day and not be concerned about what other people think, what they want, what they care about. We can only be concerned about what God tells us to do, what God's word says we can do, who we are in Christ Jesus, and Use the authority that God has given us to perform the work that God wants us to perform on this planet and be doers of the word and not hearers only. Now, we can be hearers of the word and just sit back and say, well, it'll come to pass if it's God's will. No, we have to be doers of the word to see the word of God come to pass upon this planet. And if you want to see it, just act like the word of God is true. Stand up and obey God's word and go out and do the works of Jesus. Amen. Hello, everyone. This is Sherry Blevins. 
Today, we would like to encourage you to become a monthly partner with our ministry. We are believing for at least 10,000 new believers to come into the kingdom of God through this ministry. One way to accomplish this is by being on more radio stations. We are asking for your help by becoming a monthly partner or by giving a one-time gift. The only thing we can take to heaven with us is a harvest of souls. By becoming a partner with us, you will have the same reward we will receive from our Heavenly Father for each soul that is born again through this ministry. We trust that you will receive a harvest on your giving. We also believe that when we get to heaven, you will receive the same reward we will get from our Heavenly Father for your support of this ministry. We thank you in advance for your giving. Each new partner will receive a special gift from us by mail. We are praying for you. We appreciate and love you. And we know that God will richly bless you for your obedience. If you would like to receive a CD or MP3 version of this week's message or other messages, please give a donation of $8 for a CD or $5 for an MP3. Instructions on how to give and receive are located under the Giving tab of our website, which is located at wacba.org. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can contact us at our website at wacba.org. If you would like to contact us for prayer, to give, or any other reason, you can do so by going to our website, wacba.org, or by mail at Word Alive Church, P.O. Box 3067, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma 74013.